This is it. This is it. The podcast. My Road Trips Planner. This is Shane. Welcome. Hey, if you're looking for a podcast that we talk about road trips, you have found it. This is the place right here, right now. Hey, so, you know, when you think about road trips, you think about the roads you're on. You think about there's back roads, there's highways. There's just different places to take your road trip. And one of the most notable places are the interstate highway system. And so today, I want to give you a history of this massive road system that is called the interstate highway system. So back in 1919, there was a young Dwight Eisenhower who took an expedition across America to survey the land for driving conditions. It took them about 56 days to drive from one coast to the other, and they knew that we needed better roads to get across. In 1938, Roosevelt gave the Bureau of Public Roads a map and told them these are certain places in America that we would like to start building highways. But it wasn't until 1944 that the Highway Interstate Act was actually um, put into place, but there was no money. So at that time, they didn't start up the highway system until 1956 with now President Dwight D. Eisenhower. And the reason why he he want he was really instrumental is that in 1943, while in Germany, he saw the autobahn, the highway system that was in Germany, and said, "This is the kind of highways we should have for America." So, they figured out a way to pay for it, and one of the, the main ways they paid for the highway system was through the gas tax. And so finally, in 1956, they started building the interstate highway system. Now, this is the thing about the interstate highway system. I think most people really believe it was for people to get across our country and move and to, um, you know, send goods and services from one side to the other. But it was really about our military. You know, President Eisenhower really believed in a functional highway system so that we could move the military from one side of the country to the other if needed so that we could protect ourselves too so but eventually because of the population popularity of cars that's when and the also the popularity of road trips like this is the thing i think we all need to understand is that you know people were buying cars at a at a rapid rate after the World War II. People, the middle class was starting to boom. People were making money. And people wanted to travel this country. The national parks, there was more and more being added. 
as the days went on. And in and you know, in the 1950s, people were driving a lot more. The cars were were getting better and better. And really, you know, even though the highway system took from 1956 to 1992, people were using the roads and people were really enjoying it. I mean, there are so many great stories or even videos to watch of people, you know, talking about their road trips that, you know, in the 50s and 60s into the 70s. And even though all the roads weren't built, people just wanted to get out. You know, we had spent, you know, the early, the 19-teens in World War One, And then we had the Great Depression in the late 20s. And then you had World War Two in the early, late 30s and early 40s. So I think people were ready to see this, this country. And I also... The highway system gave us all an opportunity to get out there. So if you had a car and a couple bucks, you could drive. You can get places and just fill your car up with gas and get places. And so I really believe that the highway system really helped revolutionize the road trip. Because you didn't need, you know, you didn't need a vehicle that was massive or big or a military vehicle anymore. You just needed a car because now the roads were paved. You can go from, you know, the Jersey Shore all the way to San Francisco on Route 80. You know, there were all there's all these interstates that like we were eventually able to take and get us to places. I mean, I-95 goes all the way from Maine all the way down to Florida along the coast. You know, you have Route 5 which goes from Southern California all the way up to Washington State. So you really almost Canada. So you had these highway systems that now can carry you north to south, east to west. And you, you know, you just had to have a map. And that was the thing. Maps were huge back then. And that's another podcast we'll get into one day about atlases and maps. Because the thing is, is that at that, that point in our country you know maps were the were our gps essentially they were the things that made us and helped us find our way across this country and so the interstate highway is just connected through major cities and so there there are a lot more interstate highways on the east coast on the this side of the mississippi than on the other side There's more as you get towards California. And that was because a lot of people, you know, most people lived in the East before there were highways, before there was AC. So a lot of people, but what was great about the highway system is that places like Phoenix grew 10 times its size because people were able to drive there more easily. You know, from 1950 to 1970, Denver doubled in population. Houston tripled in population. And so what made this really great is that now you can get to places more more easy. And I think one of the best things is that, you know, if you lived in New York, now you didn't have to live in New York City. You could go to the suburbs and move outside, you know, and still work in the city, but take your money outside and live in the smaller, more, more room, you know, like instead of you, 
looking out your apartment to the city. Now you can look out your house window and there's a couple other houses around, but not like on top of you, more room. And, and so that's what made, you know, the suburbs, you know, more livable and more accept- accessible. Get those words right. So even though it took 30 years, it took over 30 years to build this highway system. And $114 billion later, there are over 47,000 miles of highways and 55,000 bridges in America. Now, if you include all the back roads that are like in towns just to get around, those aren't, those aren't highway roads. Those are just roads inside towns or cities or places. There's over 4 million paved miles of road in America. And I think that's pretty, you know, pretty cool that we have one of the largest paved systems in the world. And for America to do such a a big project, it was really a place for us to connect to each other too. Because it it wasn't easy to get from the East Coast to the West Coast. You know, you could have, you know, for over 100 years you were able to take a train but the train took a long time. The train would take you a very long time. Now, you could be in your own car. You could stop when you wanted to stop. You were, you know, the thing was, is you weren't now, you know, attached to the train. You know, the train was not going to be like, okay, well, we're only stopping here. We're stopping here. So if you need to get off, get off. But now, now it was like, hey, I got my car. I can drive from one town to the other. I can now you know, make my a road trip across country. And I think what made the highway system and still makes the highway system really awesome is those things. You make them on your terms now. You're not making it on the train's terms or if a boat, if you're taking a boat somewhere, you have to go by what the boat wants um, or their schedule. You, you make your own schedule now with your car. You can just jump in your car and start driving somewhere. And I think that's what's really cool about the, the highway system is that we're able to make it across this country and just have great adventures now. And we make it on our own times. We don't have to wait for the, the bus to show up and say, okay, well, we're driving now to South Carolina. We'll be there in two to three days. No, you can be like, well, I'm going to take my time. I'm going to drive where I want to drive. And so... Even though it took till 1992 for the highway system to officially finish, there are highways still being built today. But the official highway system bill it ended in 1992. And I think one of the biggest things that I think about is the generations upon generations that have been part of this. You know, my parents were born in the 50s. So this started when my parents were kids and or around when they were born. And now it didn't end till their kids were teenagers. And so I think it's a real it's like two two generations got to see. Well, three generations because my grandparents generation got to see this being built. So there's three generations that got to see this highway system be built. 
And it took three generations. That's how long it really took for this thing to be built. And so I really find it interesting, the history of this highway system, because it makes you realize that sometimes you have to take a leap. You have to start somewhere. You have to start digging somewhere. You have to start making the move. And so I think that's a lot in life is that the, you know, the highway system reminds me of is just like in life, we have to start making those chances and moves. And now there's over 47,000 miles of interstate highways systems. And there are over 70 interstate highways in America. And so tomorrow, we're going to talk more about the interstates themselves, how big they are, how, you know, what the difference, like there's, there's majors, there's minors, there's medium interstates, there's just different kinds of interstates and how they work, how they connect to each other, what is a bypass, what is, you know, things like that. So we're going to get that to that tomorrow. But as we start closing this podcast today, I just want to remind you, hey, listen, you got to start somewhere. There's 47,000 miles of paved interstate highway out there for you to travel on. Hey, maybe you start calculating it. Hey, maybe you've been through a thousand of it. Maybe you've been to 2,000 of it. I know I've gone through a couple thousand, maybe 10 to 20,000 so far. I know I haven't been to all of it. But to think about being able to drive on all of it, I think that's really impressive. So listen, I hope this was uh, interesting. I hope that I didn't just ramble on, but the highway system is there. It's just like the windshield. It's just like the tires. It's there, but we don't really think about it because it just does its job. And so the highway system's job is just to help us move our car from one place to another. Just like tires roll across the interstate highway to get us to that place. Windshields protect us from objects outside, such as wind or debris. And so it's good to know about these things that do so much for us that we just really don't think about. And so again, the highway system is there for you. The highway system has been built so we can travel on those roads. And it's there because, hey, just like this podcast is my road trips planner, plan some road trips. Get on that interstate highway. It'll get you to one place to another. And before we go, one of my favorite interstate highways is 81. It starts in Pennsylvania and heads south. And it is, to me, one of the most beautiful highway systems because it brings you into the mountains. And you get to the... It's just... uh, I just love it. I I think it's one of the most beautiful highway highways in America. So the reason why I'm saying the highway's open is because, hey, as I always say, the road's open. Let's drive.